Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Michigan's Best Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and all May long, if you're watching the video version of these podcasts or checking out the audio version, they are brought to you by our sponsors who helped us feed the front lines and bring lunches to healthcare workers on Nurses Day. Those include Frankenmuth Credit Union, Fifth Third Bank, Stanley Steamer, Northwoods Village, and Chelsea State Bank. Michigan's best, and I'm here with my good friend Ace Marisigan. That's perfect, Amy. Hey, look at <laughs> you just know how to say it. <laughs> I do. Well, Ace, you're uh, a, a big part of the Grand Rapids Asian community, and you actually are one of the founding members of the GR Asian Pacific Festival, correct? That's correct. Uh, we, we, I, my wife and I started in 2016. We, we both had a dream of. Uh, putting something together for our boy. Our boy was only three years old in 2016, and we decided that uh, we can't just keep complaining that there's nothing for the Asian community. We, we had to do something, and lo and behold, we, uh, we, did, we did something. <laughs> Which is pretty amazing. Why was this so important to you? Um, why did you feel it was really missing in the Grand Rapids area? There's a, a large Asian population here in West Michigan, right? You know, what's weird is in the 2010 census, uh, it's only showing that there's only 3% Asians, which I'm, I'm actually challenging that. So I can't wait to see what the 2020 census looks like. I would, I would, I would challenge that number. What so it's been decided, you know, it's, uh, there are many different festivals that we have in the community, uh, but there's nothing that's geared towards the, the Asian community. So when we say the Asian community, since I'm fairly obviously not Asian, <laughs> what does that encompass? Because it's a, it's a really large area of the globe and there are a lot of different nationalities that fall under that banner, right? I'm so glad you, say, you asked this question because when, when people talk about Asians, most of them, uh, I, I believe most are referring to the East Asians uh, Southeast Asian, uh, you know, so that encompasses the chi Chinese, Filipino, and Korean. But Asia is so big, right? There's there's more than 40, 40 plus countries, and we expanded it. You know, it, it's such a big uh, group of people, so diverse, and it, you know, it's hard to just say, hey, we we speak in one language, but we don't. We all have different languages, uh, so communication is also challenging. But when you, when you say Asia, we're, we're, we're talking about multiple, multiple countries. Exactly. So that had to be kind of hard to make sure that all of uh, the, the, you know, the differing cultures were represented in one festival in Grand Rapids. How did you guys approach that? So that is a challenge and we're still wrestling right now because there, there's so many things that we want to represent. But the best way that we have done that, uh, we believe is to, uh, to study the, the, the makeup of our own community right now, who, who makes up most of, uh, of Asia. And so you will see most, uh, a lot more of those people represented in our festival. But we're slowly introducing, uh, and, and by doing that, we're actually learning that there are more pockets of groups out there. Uh, last year, it was, I was, it was a surprise for me to, to know that there's uh, there are communities of, from Micronesia in, in the Holland area. And, you know, a country that you haven't heard for, for, for in a while, and uh, you're kind of surprised that they actually are living in the Holland area. 
That's interesting because I was gonna, I was just gonna ask you what groups surprised you that kind of came out of the woodwork and were like, "Hey, we're here." You had no idea. <laughs> that's that's fascinating. I love that. Well, now this year, it the the uh, the Asian Pacific Festival is actually canceled, correct? That is correct, and we we did that because we want to make sure our community is safe, and we want to be able to to celebrate together when when it's safe to do so, and. You know, when we celebrate, we ha we have to be together, right? And and we can't do it in in the in the fashion that we have to stay uh, six feet apart. You know, there's just there's just no way for us to be able to celebrate that way. Which is unfortunate, but it's the right choice. So we salute you for that. We'll look forward to 2021 and when we can all get back together downtown Grand Rapids and celebrate it again. Now, in the meantime, uh, the Asian community is really, uh, from, from what I'm seeing, you guys are really coming together and providing some much needed support for your members. What have you guys been up to? So what I'm excited about this, Amy, is because, you know, so now we could focus, shift our focus towards how do we help our community? How do we help the people around us? beyond the Asian community. So some of the things that we've done, uh, we've been highlighting in our group, you know, the, what are strong efforts from the Chinese and the Vietnamese community to provide masks, uh, PPE, protective uh, gears to, uh, for our frontline people. Uh, and our group started to uh, realize that it, we're more effective if we actually collaborate with groups as opposed to us inventing our own uh, program. Uh, so recently, we partnered up with our friends from the Only Bean, uh, Asian-owned business, uh, and they created this this this, this thing called COVID Guard Fund, which provide um, really low-cost disposable masks for the community. You now, uh, people can buy it for fifty cents a piece, uh, which I've seen in the stores for, for uh, upwards of five dollars for three masks, and all the proceeds of this fund, uh, we're, we're also donating back to purchasing more protective gear for our frontline people. And you know, it's so interesting to see how the community just kind of come together and you know, it's, it's inspiring. Like our, our friends from Kim Nung, uh, the Asian Star and Division, they decided to donate over 4,000 pounds of rice, Amy. Oh my gosh. Is that where you were moving around yesterday? <laughs> Part of it yesterday, <laughs> uh, you know, I said I'm going to help them out, um, uh, unload a truck yesterday, and uh, that was a, that was a really bad choice for me. <laughs> but a good choice for others. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm not built for, uh, for that. Um, they're, they're definitely strong guys. But I was, uh, I was so surprised when they said, hey, Ace, we have, we want to donate to, to the community, we want to. You know, we want to entrust you guys with 4,100 pounds of rice and such a blessing to be able to, you know, to bring bags of rice to Mel Trotter, to Degage, knowing that we're able to, to help those who are definitely are at risk right now. Um, you know, a bag of rice could, a 25 pound bag of rice could feed 100 people. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that to me is big. That is. I love that. And I like that it's that it's rice. I think that that's pretty appropriate. I was reading an article, um, I think it was on the New York Times, about uh, an Asian American girl whose mom was freaking out at the beginning of the pandemic because she had an American amount of rice. <laughs> she needed to get her butt to the store to get an Asian <laughs> amount of rice, which meant the 25-pound bag. 
<laughs> because if you look at my cupboard right now, I, I, I probably have about 60 pounds of rice. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> hello, you can come on in. It's no big deal. Is that Red? <laughs> hello. Red, you want to say hello to Auntie Amy? Hi, Hi. Amy. But then you play something. Can you, can you tell me later? What? Can you tell me later? Okay, I'll be right there. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> I like that too. That's part of the reality of what we're all dealing with right now. So kids are always welcome, I think. <laughs> so you guys are, are truly he getting... Is, uh, he's a blessing. I'm sure. Having a kid right now is definitely a blessing. It's a, it's a nice distraction. <laughs> so um, what other groups are you partnering with? Are there other um, Asian groups that are involved or churches or... Um, how, how else are you uh, getting not only the product out there, but doing some of these good works in the community? Well, we are just partnering up with as many people who wants to, to, do, to do more. Uh, our, our mission is to, to be a, a force for good mm -hmm. and to be able to inspire uh, the kids, you know, like, like my boy, to, to know that um, to be a great citizen of the United States is to be able to help one another. I mean, that's the main, the main focus. So groups, groups, if you're mentioning groups, uh, you know, we're just partnering up with any groups that would want to help out uh, beyond the Asian community. Because I mean, uh, the understanding is to be an actual, uh, to, to impact more, we have to do more than beyond the Asian community. I think that's a really great point and a nice sentiment. I think that's awesome. What plans do you have for the future uh, for your organization? And do you guys prefer to go, I mean, you, you kind of started off as the GR Asian Pacific Festival, but do you have a new name for your group or are you going by that? So we are working on changing it officially. I haven't, I haven't talked to the whole team yet, so I, I can't really uh, okay, tell you. it's a secret, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're finding ourselves, uh, you know, we are, we believe we're way beyond just doing a festival. Mm -hmm. You know, the festival started as an idea to, you know, to bring awareness to to highlight to highlight the community, to highlight Asian uh, uh, Asian communities, and to just kind of bring it out there. You know, to to showcase to to tell them about what we do, who we are, because we believe we have understanding that we can break those barriers. And so, yeah, we started as a festival, and now we're a different group but we're still with a festival. So once we figure out, uh, able to officially change our name, uh, we can't wait to share that. Okay, you better give me the scoop, okay? <laughs> okay, uh, I love all of this stuff. We'll get to how people can help you guys out if they wanna contribute their, their time, talent, or money um, in a little bit. But um, what have you seen, what's, the what's been the Asian community's response to the pandemic? Have you guys been affected differently than other um, groups or is it we're all in this, I mean, pretty much the same together? Unfortunately, in the beginning of the pandemic, and I still, I still believe it's still happening now, uh, you know, with the, the virus, with the virus, you know, uh, originating or, or the, well, let me put it this way. People, some people were thinking that Asians in general were bringing viruses. And, and that was a scary moment for the Asian Americans because some were being targeted and some even were experiencing violence. And so being an Asian American uh, and, and this during the pandemic, during now, is, is actually a scary moment for us. But we believe that people are 
better than that, right? There are there's some people who doesn't understand, but there are people that do understand. And so we believe in the good and that it's going to save us all. Uh, we strongly believe in that. I have to collect myself because that makes me so upset that you guys have been targeted. And I, I mean, and I kind of heard some things, but um, to hear it firsthand from a friend is, um, that's, yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. And yeah, okay. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Um, Moving forward, do you have any future projects that you're working on um, with your group? Uh, anything in spe uh, specific that you want to share that people might be able to participate in? So we are currently trying to build what we're going to be doing as a programming, as an actual group that does more than a, as a, more than a festival. Um, one thing that we're working through uh, is how do we help um, immigrants or people in general who just wants to, to be able to experience what it's like to be a business owner. Because we have the, the platform for it. I mean, if we could help them somehow mentor them, help give them the resources and give them a space to sell because they could, they could sell at the festival. And so to give them that uh, firsthand experience. So that's something that, that we're working on, but we're also working on many, many different things, but we're trying to uh, fine tune and hone into a few specifics because we're, we're things are kind of too broad right now. We just mm -hmm. want to make sure we are targeting and we're using all our resources into in a couple directions. I like that because sometimes it's the big picture is a little too big. <laughs> yeah. I find those smaller ones. That sounds amazing. Okay, now another question I have for you, and this is a personal question because I am a chef, as you know. I want to hear about the hot pot. <laughs> so the other day, Ace got a new hot pot for his family. And tell, first of all, tell people what a hot pot is, um, in case they don't know, and what it's. You know, I have never had a hot pot before. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I've never had a hot pot before, and uh, the hot pot experience is—it's—it's it's kind of like having your own uh, fondue set, if mm -hmm. you if you could put it that way. It's basically having your own like little uh, steaming hot broth in front of you where you could put in your vegetables and your meats and having that communal experience with your family. Actually, I have it right here with me. And <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. Oh, there it is. Where did you get it from? I love it. So they're so good cute. friends from Kim Nguyen. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they realized that I've never had a hot pot before. And they said, Ace, you got to have this because this is something that you could do with your family for family night. And I thought it was great. And we tried it out the other day. Um, had a little red cooking barbecue. You could cook barbecue in it too. So he was doing barbecue and the soup. And it was great. It was like a, a family bonding to the next level. <laughs> That's what I like about it is that communal aspect that we're, we're all missing that so much right now. And, and with the hot pot, yeah, you're all in it kind of together and you're working on it and, and so much fun. Now, now the place that you mentioned is in Grand Rapids. Are they selling these? Are these available for purchase? They are available at the store. Um, and those are, those guys are great. You know, and those are the guys who worked me out yesterday. And, um, when, when, if they invite you to unload a truck full of rice, just say no. <laughs> and tell me, tell me the name of the business again. It's on Division in Grand Rapids, you said. On Division in Grand Rapids, it's called Kim Nung, uh, K-I-M-K-N-H-U, 
NG super superstore, and uh, you can see it uh, division at 36th Street. I love it. I'll put a link in the post if anybody's interested in maybe trying their own hot pot, which I think is a super fun thing to try. <laughs> what a great time to try something different and maybe uh, learn a little bit more about uh, Asian cultures at the same time, right? Right. And so uh, some, those, some of the things that we've been doing in our, uh, our Facebook page is uh, teaching people how to cook uh, different things. So we, we figured we'd use the, face, the Facebook page to be more engaging and talk about, you know, community members, talk about uh, traditions and talk about how to cook certain things. I love that. Well, I got to get on that Facebook page. I'll put a link uh, in the post for that as well. If people want to get some cooking tips and things like that. Ace, if people want to find out more information about what you're doing with the Asian community here in Grand Rapids, where do they go? So right now you can just uh, visit us on the Facebook page, uh, Grand Rapids Asian Pacific Festival. We also have our website, uh, grapf.org. It's a mouthful. <laughs> it is a mouthful. I'll put all those links in so people can find them easily. I love it. Well, Ace Marisigan, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Amy, thank you. Hey, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Michigan's Best Podcast. As I said all May long, these podcasts are brought to you by our sponsors, which include Zhang Financial, Henry A. Fox Sales, University of Michigan Credit Union, Garrett's Appliance, Muskegon Surgical Associates, and Chemical Bank, a division of TCF National Bank. Huge thank you to them. Hope you guys are having an awesome day. We'll talk again soon.